Well, today, ladies and gentlemen, today we have a guest, and uh, he's a dear friend of ours, and he goes by the name of Phil Larson. And uh, Chris is going to tell you a little bit about Phil. I don't know if he's and, a dear friend of mine, but no, <laughs> no, 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 yeah. I, I mean, can, Chris will tell you a little bit of some, a little bit of something about him, and I'm going to talk about how we met, and then how I introduced him to Chris as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, um, Phil, I, I, like Omar said, uh, I met um, Phil through Phil Lawson. Um, let me just give a quick introduction. His name is Phil Lawson. Um, uh, born in Dayton, Ohio, uh, family guy, uh, long-term residents of uh, Maryland, IT professional, um, and he wanted us to know that, wanted you to know that he's a uh, Roman history buff. Yeah. Um, uh, like Omar said, we met during, uh, the beginning of COVID, right? Well, well I met him. You yeah, had, you I introduced him during the beginning of COVID. I met Phil cause, um, he, it was recommended that I talk to him actually. Okay. I was in a training, professional training and development program. And I noticed that most of the people that I ran into had, you know, were all affiliated one particular way politically. Right. 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 And so I was looking for somebody who maybe didn't have the same political leaning. And so um, it was recommended that I call Phil Larson. And so I called him up one day, and I let him know who I am and why I called him, and he and I set up a coffee date at a Starbucks just to sit down and chat and meet one another. And, you know, the rest is history. And ever since then, he and I have uh, set aside time every season. Right. To sit down, have coffee, and chat. You so know. And, and so, uh, Omar put together these Zoom calls where we would have Omar, myself, um, Phil. We would invite Phil and another friend of ours, Vance, uh, Greg, who uh, you'll probably meet soon. Who'll be on an episode. Uh, Vance is, uh, I think, he's from Florida. Uh, former professor, former lawyer, now a developer in the DMV area. Has a um, uh, a firm uh, with some other partners, and um, and so we would strike up these these conversations. A lot of political stuff. A lot of just just to set the, the record straight. I didn't agree with anything Phil had to say. Nothing. I, I my my initial feeling was he was just uh, a white man uh, leaning a little conservative. And I found to be uh, uh, offensive and and racist uh, at times, but. Uh, I didn't let that get in the way, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I also found him to be um, a smart guy. His uh, had his own um, way of thinking. A pretty, you know, he you know has his own mind and and thinks. And you know, he uh, subscribes. He then he was. I know there was a lot of um, uh, people on the internet that he would. A favor or a listen to and i don't know if it's the same yeah, now ultra, mostly ultra conservative people yes yeah, and exactly. and uh you know i he's even made statements like he found um slavery to be not you know it just happens to be that's just part of it wasn't a big deal like he you know which i found just offensive and wrong and just but anyway but I also found Phil, again, to be his own thinker, and I respect that and appreciated that. And and actually, uh, a nice guy. I mean, you know, he's a nice guy. He's a nice human being. Um, he just has his own views and thoughts. And so 
Um, he's been generous enough to to talk to us and and be honest with us, and that's all we pretty much ask for. And and we find um, surprise there are things that you know uh, common ground uh, as a human being. There are things that we disagree, but I think overall um, we've all made sort of a, a, a agreement. Um, to be civil, to be respectful, to be um, to appreciate and and listen to the other person's uh, point of view. And be curious. Be curious. Be exactly. curious. Be I mean, curious. this is how you learn, right? Exactly. Every it's not all about what you think. It's about the you know the world around you. And and I I think that even though you may not uh, agree with them, and um, you know and and. Yeah, even if you disagree with them, you can you're still a human being first, and you can find some sort of um, um, listen. I, I, there are people that I, I don't think I think we've 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 we're in a world sometimes where things get super polarized, and we start to um, I mean I've seen as far as hate the other person because they don't agree or their political views are different or you know what have you and and i think that's where that's where um uh we stand the chance of losing as human beings like that's that's just not it's just not going to um service as human beings yeah exactly and so we hope to no our goal and our commitment quite honestly is to have conversations with people like phil and others in a very civil way uh it may get heated from time to time uh but you know, like Chris was saying, what's still there is respect and curiosity and acceptance. You know, this is your and point generosity. Yeah, and generosity yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, you lucky listeners out there, and that's I'm going to refer to you from now on. Our lucky listeners I love of uh, nice, not your common common <laughs> conversation. Cool. Yeah, uh, you're in for uh, a great conversation with us, myself, Omar Henderson, Phil Downing. And Phil Larson. No, Chris Downing. Chris Downing. Oh, my God. Chris Downing. Yeah, Phil's your brother. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have a brother named Phil. You got a brother named Phil. That's right. He's Phil Downing. Yeah, Um, exactly. um, But, 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 yeah, Phil Larson. uh, Omar Anderson and Chris Downing. Downing. That's right. Not your common conversation. So stay tuned. Yeah. Take a listen. You lucky listener, you. Here we are, another episode of Not Your Common Conversation. Good and day, everybody. I'm here with my uh, co-host Omar Henderson. I'm Chris Downing, and today we have a guest. Yay! Phil, you want to uh, introduce yourself? Yeah, thanks. Uh, first of all, I really feel uh, delighted and and honored to be here. Cool. I've listened to the last uh, set of podcasts, and uh, I really think it's remarkable. So. Good, Thank you. Good job, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. That means a lot coming from you. So just to yeah. give the audience a little bit of um, context. So, Phil, I remember uh, this was like the beginning of uh, COVID. We uh, got on the phone, had some Zoom calls. For, uh, fu- for fun, right? For fun. And we talked about all kinds of stuff. We even had, uh, uh, there was a, do you remember Vance? Vance was another guy. We're going to have Vance on the show. Oh, I do remember Vance. Yeah, yes, I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's very, yeah, he's next. Very enlightening, um, uh, enlightening uh, uh, person. Uh, both of you guys gave us different perspectives. Sometimes you, you guys agree, and a lot of times you guys disagreed. Um, 
I think uh, we talked about, so there were a couple of things that we wanted to talk about. There were, I, I asked you guys to pick at least one thing that you wanted to talk about per person, right? Yeah. Phil uh, brought up, uh, you had a couple of topics. Yeah, it was, it was peace in the Middle East, but then we thought self-driving would be better. Self, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not get too um, complicated or crazy. Um, you guys would lose me if you talked about that anyway, Jeff. If I'm honest, perfectly. <laughs> I think <clears throat> honestly, I think it's a simpler subject than most people give credit for. But okay, okay. I mean, yeah. we could talk about it one day. Um, maybe not now. I brought up. Do you remember Omar or? Yeah, I remember your conversation. Okay. In your conversation, if do you want me to recap because I think it's really Please. interesting. So, you know, we live, well, I'm going to preface it by saying that, you know, our society is becoming, has become rather volatile around certain subjects and certain presumptions. And those presumptions are, you know, uh, live inside of the things that divide us, whether it's politics or race or gender identification or whatever, whatever. And so... Um, specifically what Chris was wanted to talk about is when we see one of the others, whether it's a white person that sees a black person or a black person that sees a white person or a straight person that sees a gay person or a left-wing person that sees a right-wing person, what comes to mind right away? It's like, what is there? What you know? And I will be even better. I'll even say it. What filter shows up that has that other person show up? Like, what filter gets thrown up, like, right there? Well, it's like, right now, there. would you agree that some of that is context? Like, oh, it's all context. Like, if you're in it's the all, office and you see context. a doctor walk in and he's I, black and I, or white. And, and I was expecting you to bring that up. I was, totally was well, expecting but, you to bring that up. go ahead, Phil. Elaborate. Well, I mean, I, I, I hear what you say. You're right. You, you do have an immediate reaction to things that look different, whether it's a woman or a man or sex or, or, or attitude that you, that you see or judge, right? But context is important. You know, obviously, if you're... If you're someplace that uh, that feels if it's at night and it's you're in Baltimore City or something like that, you know you see a black man, it's it's gonna that's context. If you see a black man in a white lab coat and he's saving your life at a hospital, that's another context. Absolutely, that, that's real talk. I mean, really, it's it's context. But I mean, just as equally, I could see a white man in in downtown Baltimore late at night and feel um, somewhat threatened. Maybe, maybe. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm, I'm going to be I more mean, specific. Were, I'll more... tell you, one time I was threatened because, and I called Phil about this too, because uh -huh. I was, it, it happened near my house. Right. Um, there were a bunch of white kids outside with plaid shirts and baseball caps. That just reeked of redneck. Yeah, the plaid shirt. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Pla you give plaid, plaid shirts a bad name. Plaid shirts and baseball caps that weren't backwards. They were forward. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, right? Really? Yeah. They were just regular and baseball you, caps. And the first thing that came up was what? Rednecks. That's the first thing that came up was these, these, why are these rednecks in my neighborhood? All right. <laughs> were you threatened? Now, um, slightly. Slightly. Just a little bit. You know, I was, I wouldn't say I was threatened, but I was concerned. Was it All territorial? Right? Um, no, because like the area is mixed. So it's really like this is, it would be like, okay, so let's, for instance, so I, I lived in a middle class neighborhood. There are townhomes and single family homes all mixed in together, you know, and, um, Generally, the demographic there is a broad mix of people. You have you have 
you know, East African, West African, Latino, Asian, right. African American, white, right? Kind of mixed. But this was exclusively a group of white males in plaid shirts and baseball caps. All right? And that stood out. So what was your filter? I mean, how did you see them? What did, what did that mean? Um, what did you make it? Yeah. So, so I, what did I make, what did I make it mean? That's a, that's a very good question. Um, you know, I, I may, I may not be able to elaborate, but it just set off an alarm. Like these guys, um, you know, they're up to something. They just look out of place. They look out of place. It's the same thing. Okay, so, and to give our audience some perspective, because you might think, they might be thinking, well, how what's so out of place about that? Well, consider you're living in an upper-class, mostly white neighborhood, and there's a bunch of black guys with hoodies standing around in a parking lot. You'd be a little concerned. I mean, I, yeah. had, I had, listen, I played golf with some buddies yesterday um, in Poolsville, Maryland. And oh, okay. I, I've not spent a lot of time in, you know Poolsville? Yeah, it sounds familiar, but it's been a long time. Where's it, where's it at? It was, let's see, it was out 270, past 270. And past Gaithersburg. Past Gaithersburg, and then we took a turn, I don't know. You know Got it, okay. And so it was out that way. And uh, great golf course, if, um, I think it was, I can't remember the name of the golf, Cross Vines Golf Course, great. I love golf, so. Anyway, but, so we're, we're nice homes, big homes. But then I saw a bunch of American flags in someone's yard. It was probably like 10 of them, right? Right. And it's funny because I had this reaction. I almost had a reaction as if as though I was, I was looking at Confederate, Confederate flags. Mm. But they weren't. They were American flags. And, you know, I've seen American flags in the schools and in my classrooms growing up and all that but, kind but of stuff. But 10 of them in a yard. But 10 of them kind of was suspicious. I was like, yes, wait, right. a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Look, even the white guy <laughs> walks in. What are like, you trying to say? 10 American flags. I mean, they were patriots. <laughs> They were patriotic. I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, I, you know. Too patriotic. But, but too patriotic. And I was like, wait a minute. But then I, I calmed myself. I was like, Chris, not, just calm down. But I, we did have another experience where we were, where we were teeing off on the ninth hole, the tenth hole. And uh, there are 18 holes in golf, for those who don't know. And, and uh, my buddy, uh, one of the guys came, walked up to us as we were teeing off. White guy, happened to be a white guy. And so my buddies said, hey, you know, because everybody's happy on the golf course. When you play golf, we're all, hey, how you doing? You know, it's a gentleman's day. What's up? And so my buddy said, hey, how you doing? And the guy just looked at it. He stared at us. Didn't give us, hey, yeah, nothing. And so and so we drove off on our carts. And my buddy, and I, I kind of, I heard it, but I didn't pay, really pay it any mind. And then later he said, he started talking about, he said, you know, man, if I was a slave back in the day, you know, I would have, I would have did this and that. And I was like, what, how are you talking, what, what are you talking about? Nice conversation. Said, right. So then he said, I said, why, why are you talking about slaves? And so like, where did that come from? He said, you know, man, that white guy back there, I, you know, I said hello to him and he didn't even acknowledge me, you know, and it's just, and I said, oh, <laughs> so, I mean, it's the context of it all. And so right. anyway. Well, I, I get that. It, it, it feels uncomfortable when, when you're someplace and, and you, and you see that people should acknowledge you. Right. And you know. 
but you have to ask yourself why. What was going on with that guy? And you never know. Well, maybe he thought he was an. He, you were a famous athlete, and he was trying to figure out who he was before he said, "Hey, you know, could, I mean, could have been, right? could have been, been anything." You just don't know what people are thinking. And Did so anybody that's why out there look like Tiger Woods? Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, he might have been yeah, like yeah. definitely, definitely, oh. definitely. I had that weird experience like this real quick. I was in Vietnam many, probably close to twenty years ago. Uh huh. And I'm on the beach, and I'm and I'm having a good time with the friend, you know. I was with the girlfriend I was with at the time. She was Vietnamese, and um, and we're on the jet skis. We're having, and I could just feel the eyes just follow me around. I could feel, them. <laughs> and I said, I, I I turned to her and I was like, what? what, the, what is this? She was like, they've never seen black people before, like honestly. And so I walked. Well, up they to, did, but that was in the '60s, right? Prop exactly, a totally different <laughs> situation. But I walked up to him and said, hi. And and they of course they didn't speak much English, but the first thing they said, they looked at me honestly, and they said, "You Eddie Murphy?" <laughs> oh my and god! I said, yes. What? <laughs> I was like, "What?" They're like, "You, you know, I, I totally was like just lost." I was like, "What are you talking about? like you Eddie Murphy?" And they just started laughing. Eddie Murphy, you must be Eddie Murphy. Well, now that's kind of a that's kind of a prejudice, right? Yeah. But it's kind of the one that you you don't mind happening. You, and, and 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 maybe <laughs> that's, that's you know for them that's. I don't know. You, you, you never well, see a, you never see a black person, and the one guy you see looks terrific. <laughs> Must well, be Eddie Murphy. At, at the, right. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I, was well, just, I just had a mustache. I, I, maybe could have been. Or else, or else, that's the only thing they knew to say that would have you identify with them. It's like, you know, they say Eddie Murphy, and then if you said, "Yeah, Eddie Murphy." Then that all of a sudden Puts gave you in. common ground. There's some kind of connection. There's some kind of connection. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, you know, it's just well, that's one true. possible like, way yeah, of looking at yeah, it. Yeah, people do want to create a connection, right? Look, they do because it, it removes the uncomfortability at minimum, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. That's so interesting. So you say there's a reason why people want to create a connection, and that reason being is that it removes the uncomfortability. I think removing the uncomfortability is a byproduct. And that there's just a genuine want to connect. Like, you know, quite honestly, if you and I were sitting at a bus stop and we didn't know each other, at some point you'd look at me and at some point I'd look at you. And if we both saw a car accident, we'd both say something. We both say something. Exactly. Yeah, I, I think naturally pe humans want to connect, right? Yeah. I think other things get in the way, like, like you know, race. Fear. What, what were we going to say? Fear. Fear, fear, yeah. which I was going to say racism, but I think the same thing. In the end, yeah. It's the same thing. And so what I meant by when I, my, this is sort of my uh, subject is that, and so what I had was how do we see each other? Like, yeah. how do we see each other as when we see each other? Like, you know, we're quick. I know as, as humans, we're quick to judge. We're, we're quick to use whatever relevance or, or uh, background or, or context to, to figure someone up. And so I know a lot of times um, I've witnessed, and I'll say this: with I, I happen to be black, African American. Um, you know, black people will experience something from a white person, and 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 right there for us is racism, right? Because of the history of America, it's right there. And oftentimes, you know, I have to I have to put it through all kinds of filters and say, wait, wait a minute. Sometimes it is, and sometimes it's like, well, no, that's just that, that that they're a human being. They're just. It may not be racism, guys. It may not be racism at all. It might just be like they're having a bad day. They're experiencing whatever they're experiencing. And you just happen to be an, another human being, no matter what color it's getting on their nerves or or, or, or they're having a reaction to or whatever. So, you, you know, like 
your you know your mind starts to play tricks on you like we were talking about conspiracy i mean could be conspiracy it might not be it just might be two guys talking at a bar well, and it could be racism and, and so you got to be careful. We got to, how do we really, you got to be, I think sometimes it's too easy just to, just to point the finger and call it something. You know well, what I mean? It, it, it doesn't help. Well, it, it might save your life if you recognize it correctly, but it doesn't help. I mean, if you think the best of somebody, I mean, maybe they are thinking the best. And if, and if you approach them that way, you'll pick up on that and, and you can make something of it. And if they aren't thinking the best, if they made a mistake, and you somehow approach them, and they go, "Wow, that guy just made me feel good," you know. Then you've you've elevated that, and made an opportunity. You've made a difference. Yeah, <laughs> I I think. I mean, to me, I look at racism. And I know it exists, and and I, I believe me, I hate it. But at the at the same time, I go, "Wow, if it is racism, there's an opportunity for me to create something else." And it might just be the slight. They, it might not happen in that moment. It could happen later, years later, or it may not happen at all. I'm okay with. You know, whatever. I, I agree. You're right. Nothing. Not, it doesn't have to happen in the moment. It, you, I think that's a wonderful way to look at life. You know, you will do good, and you you may not see the results of that action, but I guess somehow, I think we eventually see. Like, if you do good, and maybe you don't see the reaction, but I see it from another angle, and I think, oh yeah, look 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 look, look what that he just did. Right. You didn't see that. But yeah, or maybe or maybe you get impacted through a. Uh, a either generosity. domino yeah. or butterfly effect or right. something. Yeah. You know, it's like that commercial that used to come on um, where this woman is exiting a restaurant and she sees something and then she smiles and then she happens to turn and that smile is still there and it impacts the next person. It permeates, right? Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We that, need more of those commercials. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then that person is impacted by that smile, feels good, and carries out something that has an impact on the next person. And that person. So, that, so is this false hope or is this real? And if it's real, we should, we should really get behind it. Well, it really happens. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Um, there was a time, and it still happens. And Chris, I'm sure you experience this because you do this all the time. But when I go to the gym, like when I was working in uh, Chevy Chase, I would take my lunch hour and go to the gym. And when I came out of the gym, I had a different impact on people than before when I went in because you're of your mental state. I yeah, it had to have been because it was just my being. My being was but, I guess when I came out I was being radiant. I was and you confident think the gym created that. Well, yeah, just having yeah, to go, yeah, yeah, working out yeah. and and you know, yeah. 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 I, I was radiant, I was confident, I was strong and so and so it was interesting because walking into the gym, I would notice nobody hardly looked at me. Coming out of the gym, everybody looked at me. Wow. In a way that made you feel not bad. Yeah. yeah. And the, what they got from me was a sense of radiant joy. You know, they yeah. got that back in return. So, you know, those looks that occurred, I don't say with 100% and with certainty that it's so, but that impacted their being in the moment. And then they could carry that on to the next person. Oh, I think there's something wonderful in that story. And and it may just be a that going to the gym and working out is really good for you. <laughs> it really is. Right. It's good for society. Yeah. yeah. One thing begets another. Yeah, I think the intention, I mean, I think it's important, man, to to, to create a positive intention. Like I really today I was driving in a woman um who happened to be white. Um uh was walking a dog and she just smiled. She smiled at me. 
And I, the first thing, I just smiled at her. And I actually turned around because, well, I was lost. But I turned around <laughs> and I found my way. And I looked for her, you know. I wanted to say, you know, good morning because it was the energy. Like she just said, I was like, wow, okay, this is great. Like it kind of made, made my good. day. Yeah, it made me feel good in that moment, you know. Of course, I went back in the traffic and all that stuff. But, but no, I mean, no, no, no. I mean, I really do think the, the intention, the energy that you put out begets – another person it could there's a good chance that it could spread like wildflowers and so you got to look i know you mentioned something about um uh, uh being calm in 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 the uh, uh having uh, uh political opposition yeah and those political conversations having a conversation because it can get heated and crazy it can get heated and it's crazy. like you know wow, you man. being I, I was i'll tell you um i don't mind sharing this my 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 family came up this weekend uh, from Florida, and one of my family members, we started. Um, there, there. I'll say it. I don't mind saying. There, their family members are of mine, and they're black, and and they're Republicans, right? And so, <laughs> and they said, yeah, right, Bill's gonna, over there going, yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, and so I'm talking, and I, I mean, I get, I get it. You know, uh, one happens. I mean, he's he's in Sarasota, uh, Florida, and. Uh, not going to mention his name, but he's he's you know, he's a doctor, OBGYN, and has practices and all. Oh, that really? Stuff. And we're talking. He's like, you know, we started talking. He said, "Man, you got put on Fox, man. Put you where's Fox? You know, he's watching I'm Fox." Serious. I said, "I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, I mean, I, yeah, my, my sister. I believe my sister and my brother-in-law. They live in. Um, they're, they're Republicans. I mean." I, and so, but but I try. I, I found common ground. I mean, he said, you know, he, he's you know he's a Santos. He's you know, and um. And he said, yeah, man, Santos. He said, well, who, you know, he said, it's not Trump. He said, I'm not, listen, Trump's a narcissist, you know, but I, I, I'm voting for policies. And I, you know, the first thing that came to my mind, I was like, okay, you're voting to keep your money. That's what, <laughs> you're yeah, voting to keep your money. No, I get it. No, I, I, and, and I'm not mad at that. I mean, I don't think, I guess my bigger point is that, uh, if I'm making a point, is that no one's, I don't think anybody's want totally the of all republican or all democrat i think i maybe i'm naive but i think people kind of are in the middle i think wanting to be right creates this tension wanting to be right you know and it's like i can get that i mean there are things that listen I, you you wanted me to bring this up i've i've worked uh for uh a conservative think tank for many years right can you they, they love you. Not they do. They actually do love me. I mean, they've offered me to stay there many times. I mean, over the years, and like recently, I was like, I, I, I can't do this anymore. Like, I, and it was really more personality that, w and I, you know, they weren't in line with, you know, and I just witnessed a lot of wackiness going on in, in, in my head, you know. But, but uh, why did I bring this up? I, I, but it's not there. I brought this up because I would hear there were things that made sense to me in those conversations. There are things that I just, you know, grimaced and just was like, oh my God, I'm in a twilight. Are they serious right now? You know, and I would be privy to a lot of people you see in the political world and on on Fox and all. I'm I'm in the room with them, having conversations like or or at least miking them or or sitting there hearing. And I, I but the first I this is what I want to say and I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> uh, I'll give the floor to you guys. Is that I I I believe at the end of the day that we're more humans than we are Republicans. We're more humans than we are black, white, Asian, you know, Latino. I think that at the end of the day, we're humans. Yeah, I I agree with that. 
and I think I think after you've had enough political conversations that go nowhere, you learn something from that, and that is you're not going to change somebody's mind. But 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 you can share the humanness, and and that's what you have. You know, you're going to make him a better person. You're going to be a better person. And you're right. Is he going to put a Trump sign in his yard? No. You know. But but will hell you, no. Will you? Yeah, hell no. <laughs> yeah. you're, it's time for you to stop rebelling. Come on. Man. Right. Right. I know. I, know. I, I can't. I can't do it. Right, let's, uh, Chris, he is your father. Right. Right. Uh, no, Trump is is. Um, I I he, I I get him, man. I, I get him. Poor guy. Well, I tell you. Poor guy. I, so I'm going to say something about that, and and so my. My concern is that, first of all, um, I guess one of the subjects that I was going to bring up is accountability as voters. And what you just said was was key to that because there are staunch people on either side that you'll never change your mind regardless of how much of the house is burning down. You know, they will still stand where they're at. And so um, it's interesting because I was thinking about this today. Years ago, Trump says that, well, if I run for president, I'm going to run as a Republican. And then the reporter asked him why, and he intimated that they're gullible enough to follow me. Yeah. You heard that, didn't you? Yeah. Voters. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Okay. So that's fine. But, you know, it's like, I don't think it was. Um, I, yeah. I, you heard I that. Think, he actually said that. Yeah. I want to see the receipt. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're gonna have to. Yeah, it was, it was, it was on TV. I forget. We're gonna find it and we're in, gonna play it in this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so, yeah, if it's so out there. yeah, and and so it just occurred to me that, um, uh, gee, God, I already I, believe it. I mean, you know, because I mean, we've seen him do. We've he's the kind of guy that sees a hundred people in the room and says, "No, it's a thousand people," because it reflects on him. He takes it all to me. It seems like he's narcissist in that way. And so that guy, to me, and the reason why, listen, I, before he was president, we, you know, I read The Art of the Deal. Like, I, I used to read Trump. I have him upstairs. I mean, I, he, because he was business. Me he, too. Yeah, he was, I, I looked at him as a, sex, a successful, I can't get that out, successful, successful. Uh-huh. I don't know why, um, um, business guy and did some things that worked. And I was like, okay, you want to you wanna see what they're talking about. Right. Um, well, did you learn anything from that book? Oh, yeah, sure, okay. sure, sure, sure. And so, so there was valuable information in the book. Yeah, I mean, I think you can get valuable information from someone you don't agree with. I mean, good and, to me, I always say this, you know my saying, good and bad lives in the same place. They're not separate from, I don't Of C- course, I heard that book was ghostwritten for him. Probably, probably, <laughs> uh, okay. probably. That's probably. interesting, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, my point being is that, you know, um, <clears throat> so you look at, like, Everything that he's up against now, and you know the, the nothing wrong with having a ghostwriter. The, the public, way. the public perception, and all of that, and yet there are still staunch people who you know who do or die who are going to be in his corner. And you know, I can't say that that's not happening on the other side as well. There, there are staunch people, you know, do or die that are going to be on the other guy's corner, whoever the other guy is, whether it's. Well, you know, the most the most polarizing figures of today, even still, are Barack Obama and Donald Trump. I mean, that's just the truth of the matter. Uh, yeah. You know, I think that um, I would dare say that a lot of the people who are left-leaning or Democratic are, <clears throat> are holding on to what Obama stood for. And, and Do you what, remember what Barack, uh, Barack Obama said about Joe Biden? Uh, no, what did he say? There's nothing Joe can't fuck up. 
Did he say that? <laughs> Did he yeah, actually he say that? I'll, I'll find a receipt. Well, I'm not. I'm okay. I mean, <laughs> okay. I don't have a problem with that personally. <laughs> well, was that? Was that? I mean, we're we're, you know, we're kind of context, right? We're kind of witnessing that Con- a little bit. I yeah, mean, yeah. Come I on, mean, we we know the guy. You're going to tell me? Listen, I voted for Joe Biden. By the way, yeah, I, I, I've been a Democrat. Or, I'm not. I don't. And, and I'll put it out there: you, Democratic or Republican. <laughs> <laughs> I put you on the spot. Okay. See, why has it got to be a secret? Uh, yeah, come on. <laughs> it's not a secret. I'm, I'm a conservative. You're a conservative. That's conservative. what Republicans say. So, uh, the, so here's one reason why I brought that. I didn't. I didn't. I'm not trying to put anybody on the spot or embarrassing. I mean, h- here's the thing. I mean, humans are humans. The reason why I still, uh, I think uh, Obama is still the. I think he's the best president and of all times and because of what, what just what you said what he stu- stood for I think of him not that he's perfect not that he but I tell you one thing you didn't I can't see anything did, did he make you feel good well he did more than that he stood for something that I thought was just basically good for humans it, it, it rung all your bells I don't know if it rang all my hey, bells. I'm not going to argue you out of that. But 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 when you think about, I mean, being I mean, these these people, these president of the United States, we, is not the end all the be all. They're they're figureheads in a way. They are and, now. And I don't want. <laughs> what do you mean by that, Joe Biden? I mean Joe Biden. Okay, so oh, Joe well. Biden, you're going to tell me? I was going to say you're going to tell me. That this guy didn't know his son was smoking crack and doing. Of course he did. You think and, he knew and, he was dealing uh, with China, uh, getting millions of dollars from Ukraine, and yes, half a dozen, you, think yes. He, you think Biden, so, Biden knew all? Yeah, that. I think so, they all. You think, know. you think Biden was meeting with all those? Uh, uh, Could have been. I wouldn't be surprised. Photos. I wouldn't be surprised. Notes, meetings. I mean, they're listen. They're all. This is conversations. The way text. America's set up for people, gangsters, and and. Thugs and all that. This is America. This is. I mean, yeah, how does country? I, yeah, I happen to like that part about America, by the way. Well, I know, <laughs> well, but why? Why? Because it's a, it's a, it's a. I do what I want attitude, and I, I respect that. But you, but, ah. <laughs> so, but I also feel think that don't don't you don't you love humans? Don't you think I do good love of humans? humans? Yes. But that does, that's not in line. I mean, do whatever you want to do. So just get again. I know you're okay well, what, with the what whole some slave people thing. want. Some people want other people to do well as they do. So you know that's part of it. But yeah. they, they got to have the freedom to choose to do evil as well. Yeah, but, but okay, okay, that's okay. But 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 at at any cost. I mean, for us as black people, it was at the cost of us. Well, being no, slaves. that's that's an interesting point to choose. So wow, wow. And you know, that's so cool. it's okay for one people and, and not. <laughs> I think not I think you need to tighten up down there. Yeah, but at any rate, um, what? we need to free you. <laughs> I'm free. We need to I, free you. No, 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 no. no. I'm free. No, I came the, the, in. I came into the world free. So, All so, right. so you know what you just said, <laughs> I, and I must say, I I had a conversation with another person, um, and you know there was the conversation was like, uh, well, this is how I actually feel inside, so I should be able to express my feelings. Not necessarily. You can feel it. But does it really work to to express it? Does it really work? Does it forward things between us to express it? And so, yeah, you can choose it. But does it really work to choose it? For you only? Maybe. Does it work in the scope of humanity? Maybe not. But I don't think Phil gives a damn about the humanity. Oh. <laughs> I mean, because you can't, you can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't say you, 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 you. Fit. No, no. What good is having cake if you can't eat it? 
okay, all right, nice. <laughs> okay. all right, nice, 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 touche. Okay, but 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 that explain that. I mean, explain that. You can't. Well, you can do whatever you want. But so you're saying I just talked well, about no, America. You know, I, I don't do whatever I want. I I, I agree with uh, Omar. We you know we have to make judgments. You have to you have to blend in. You have to think of the good of the people around you. You have to think of the good of your own future. Right. Yeah. So I but I, I agree think, with responsibility. But do you think? Do you want? Do you want what you have for yourself, or what you want for yourself? Do you want that for others? Absolutely. I mean, I remember being eighteen, nineteen years old. And just just pining over my mind, you know, I, I want all the great things. You know, eighteen years old, looking at your future. Right. I want all these great things, but as it occurred to me that I want them for everyone because you can't have a good time on a golf course by yourself. So how can you say that? Say what? Okay. So uh, about doing, about the fact that I, I you described America as a thug country. Well, it, and, it, and rather it, than it argue happened, with that, yeah, I it said, stole. It's so well. I'm going to reason why I said that is because it we, um, historically it stole people, <laughs> stole land, and created what we and jumped ahead. Show of me time. a part of history that's not about that. Well, doesn't make it right. Okay, well that's let's, all. Let's I'm work saying. on. Let's work on making it right. Starting right now. Oh, <laughs> that was great, man. That was great, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like this that. This is some J.I. Yeah. mind trick, like man. That. This that's is great. You know, so that's, all right, so. That's the very concept that I have when you were talking about peace in the Middle East. You can go back and forth, all historical bullshit, all that. And right now, all that's story. Yeah. All that is story. What is story? Right. Just, you know, what has happened in the past. I'm talking about facts. Who hit first? Right. It's yeah. not stories. Yeah. Um, no, I'm talking about, like he said, who hit first. But no, 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 no. We're talking about facts and how it's had an impact. Through our lives, the impact as is African one thing. Americans, as, the, as black. Oh, he people. switched. You're, you're, he was on Middle East, and, and Omar you, was on well, Middle East. Yeah, yeah, but you, it's, it's 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 all, all around the same. It's all the same. Oh, because, injustice. Yeah, it's injustice. all about what you said just a minute ago, which is how do we make it better right now? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. that's that's what that was built on. How do you make? It, how do we make it better, like right now? So that's why. And I just I just brought that up because um, because I just wanted to. Uh, put that in the pot of when I said earlier. Well, it's a lot simpler. The, the Middle East issue is a lot simpler than people give it credit for. But you start okay. and, and you started this conversation by suggesting that we have political conversations, but do it in a calm fashion and and trying to find some good out of it. And I, sure. I think that's absolutely correct. I would. I'm tired of having political conversations where it's, you know, he said, she said, bring me the receipts. Sure, know. sure, sure, sure. I, I would rather have a conversation where you found a connection. Yeah, right, exactly. Well, you know, it's so funny because I started a conversation like that with my my sister, and my brother in law. They kind of got upset. Now they're they're democratic people, and I said, you know, when when you when you whittle all the things, everything away, when you whittle away all the the story and blah blah blah, I said everybody just wants the same thing. You know, we all want good education. We all want um, financial security. We all want safety in our neighborhoods. We all want uh, you know, I'd like to have more of my own money uh, instead of having to spend so much in taxes. Oh my God! You know, it's it's kind See, of. I don't sh- think black people should even um, pay taxes. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just. That's a good one. I'm, I'm just keeping it real. Man. Hey, we get America's reparations got, going on right now. Well, they got where? One hundred percent off at of Home Depot. What the fuck are you talking? <laughs> are you about? serious? Are you talking about where? Who? For I'm who? About looting. 
Oh, Louis. Oh, is that not reparations? Yeah, but that's 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 not. Is that, are you implying that just black people are doing that? I, I don't know. I think it's black. I think it's white. I think it's whoever's whoever feels entitled. Yeah. Who was looting? Well, we know to? who feels entitled most of the time. <laughs> Every one of those looters. White men. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. We're talking. I'm getting off. We're getting off topic. Because you, we talked about. You said, Phil, how do we make this? A, a better world, a better yeah, yeah. moving forward. How? What would? What do you say? Well, I mean, it, it comes. I mean, this conversation right here is an example of it. Uh, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I agree. I, I yeah. Completely. Agree. I mean, yeah. And look, I don't. You guys, you know, bring your switchblades. I, I don't care. We'll have a fight. You know. But, no, but in no, the no. end, I just want to have fun and yeah. and enjoy your company and learn something. I learned a lot about Chris. Um, and I learned a lot about you. And we've done that over three years. We did it during the, the COVID scan, scamdemic. <laughs> scan, scan, scan. I love it. Now, that's something Listen. that you and Vance are going to agree on. Yeah, because yeah. he, 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 he was, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Which I find really interesting. He, so it'll be great to get you two in he here and talk about that. He didn't give a hoot about a mask or the, or the a vaccine or any of that. Are you, are you kidding me? Now, <laughs> good, I'm for thinking, good for him. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about getting my uh, whatever yeah, the new one is. Six booster. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, okay. I, but for the record, I got a, last time I got a booster last year, I got a booster, and then a couple weeks later, I went to Mexico, came back, I had COVID. <laughs> oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, So anyway. Well, it was probably a calmer version than if you didn't get just your booster. For the, yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to make you feel, it's going to be, it's going to lessen the, the illness. That's a good one. And if you uh, take my stock advice, I'm going to save you money in the long run. You're still going to lose. <laughs> oh, we got to, we got to, we got well, we can talk about stocks off, off uh, mic. Um, now there's something else we wanted to talk about on, on maybe a lighter. I mean, this was pretty light, right? We didn't. We I didn't mean, go at each I think thrills. we did pretty good. But I know, I know, Phil. You you talked about. I know you talked about oh, self driving cars. Self driving cars. I happen to be a Tesla owner. Yeah, that's terrific. It's been in the shop, still waiting for that. Uh, How long has it been in the shop? Uh, I heard that was a problem. That is a problem. This is the second time. It's, it's you, know, you remember the first time I got it. First year I got it. A deer ran into the ran into the uh, yeah. So his in the shop for body work, and that 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 was in the shop, and that was that was in the middle of COVID. It, it was probably like mm, two or three months. Wow. It's been about it's been it's going on about a month now. What, what do they give you for? A, a, oh my God, that's horrible. What, what do they give you for a? a, a well, my insurance company gives me. You know, you see, I, I got a Toyota. Um, Camry, which, which I will yeah, say, it's Toy- not a Tesla, Toyota, no, it's not. But Toyotas, I do think, are the best cars ever on it, the road. Uh, yeah, they're, they're I've, good. I've got a 99 Land Cruiser out there Ooh. still going, 297,000 miles That's, still going. That is terrific. Um, but um, what about the self-driving cars? I, I know you had something. That, well, uh, I think would, even Phil brought it up, or I heard it on maybe Hannity. What is it, Hannity or uh, who's that other guy, that other Fox icon? You know who I'm talking about. I don't watch Fox. Oh, you're you're done with Fox, huh? (laughs) You conservatives. It's so funny. It's like, I'm done with Fox now. You know, I let it get in my head, and now I'm done with that. And it's not because they left any love talking points. It's because I just don't like to see people say things I hear all the time. Well, you Uh, know, and to, to, to that point, I used to be a big MSNBC head. I, I don't have cable anymore, and right. I don't watch. I haven't watched MSNBC. It's been over a year. Yeah, I haven't watched, and it. I don't really miss it. Yeah, I got I got <laughs> tired of the the partisan news. Yeah, know, exactly. I just got because they're all of it. spinning, and it pisses Probably. me off. It pisses me off that you know they're so they're either they're either on Trump's back or they're on Biden's back, and that's like you 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 watch it. 
and you, you become uh, more encouraged to vote the way you're going because it matches your opinion. And then there's no option. As far as they're concerned, there are no options. There's no way out. You got to dig someplace else to find somebody else who has an opinion that's, you know, that transcends all this crap, you know? Yeah, and so, and that, <clears throat> and I would go on to say that because the media rides so hard on one or the other, typically it's the one that they give the most attention to that's going to win the presidential election. That's how I, that's how I see it. Yeah, I, they, They're pretty much determining for you who's going to win the election. Money. But what about self-driving cars? <laughs> <laughs> Musk is going to win the election. Uh, I mean, what's your what's your thought? I mean, this is one. Of your I, yeah, how do we get to that? Be, well, well, how, well, it was a topic. It was a topic. No, yeah, right. How, I'm well, what's how your we thought, Phil? You're, you're I, our I, guest. I think self-driving cars have come a long way. During COVID, I began watching videos of people that actually test the beta. It's still not it's still not ready. No, uh, but I've watched it improve. I mean, it can it can drive a city. It can drive California. I mean. There are situations where Tesla can't handle well, like if there's cones of construction. But you can imagine that. Cones of construction will confuse half of of, of an ordinary American driver. Yeah. Uh, but we're getting to the point now where the Tesla can operate in 90%, maybe 95% of the scenarios that we would consider something to, to, to consider yeah. when you drive. Yeah. And they're mastering it. And if they get that next 5%, which there's always you know, the last 5% of any complex problem is the hardest 5%. So that's it. If they get there this year, next year, the year after, that self-driving car, the idea that, that you can have a car come pick you up at work and then go park itself or take your it's wife amazing. somewhere, yeah. it's going to be revolutionary. So would you get a self-driving car or electric car? When it's out, I, I used to think it would be terrific because if you have three or four beers at the bar, you know, you, you, you just it will drive you home. And yeah. that's a pretty good benefit. It would save you $10,000 in legal bill. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I've, I've, I have the, uh, I've got an S class, and it's, uh, I've got the, I don't have the complete, and I got the beta, and I've got an older model, and uh, I put it, I've used it, it took me a year to even want to use it because I was like, I'm, I'm not letting this thing. But I put it on, and what it does, I think, um, as I understand it, the cameras can see the lines, and it keep it keeps you in the line. Now, mine doesn't; it won't break for you, but it will stare in, as long as it sees the lines. Well, yeah, there, there's there's three things going on. One of which is it's the full self driving is not yet released. Right. So if you do play the game with full self driving, you're going to pay for it. It's it's a fifteen thousand dollar option. It's a it's, it's or two hundred or twelve thousand. It changes. It changes. Yeah. It was twelve literally recently. Yeah. Uh, and it's two hundred or two hundred bucks a month to rent it. Uh, so it, so you're paying to, to play this game that it's not really ready to go. No. Uh, but but and then the, the the fourth thing is that they have this basically just highway driving capability, which is pretty good. Like I use lane assist and I use uh, which adaptive. a lot of cars already have. Right, adaptive. and that's terrific. If you're on seventy, you know, going west for you know five hundred miles, there's nothing better than having a cruise control at eighty miles an hour. And if somebody pulls in front of you, it slows down. Yeah, it's and, like a glorified so uh, right. so cruise Tesla, control. Tesla's got that. Really, at the highest end, that option they do. Uh, but the full self driving is is ninety percent. That last five percent is going to be terrific. Uh, so, so that's and I think it's going to make a big difference. I think one of the things that that Musk is proposing, for instance, is that yeah. if you do buy a Tesla, twelve hundred bucks now how about that? for the full, yeah, and then the half that? one is half of the six thousand. Got it. Yeah. Buy so, it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it'll go up. Because when it does arrive, 
uh, and must take. It's really it's really about insurance. You know, if you did get in an accident on his full self driving car, he's going to pay for the for you know, the damages, the deaths. And he should. He should. Yeah, absolutely. I think he should. But but when that time comes, those things will beat Uber to hell in terms of their cost efficiency. Yeah, it's going to put. I know, Omar, you talked about this. How it's going to the the, the uh, truckers. They're going to put them out of business. Yeah, that's what Carlson said, that uh, the self-driving vehicles will put truckers out of business. It's going to take 10 years, but you're right. It it will eventually. Yeah. And he's working on robots, and the robots have the self-driving capability. A robot that he's talking about selling for $20,000 will be just as good. A robot can get in your car and drive it. That's that's the future of the robot. I mean, it's inevitable that this stuff, AI along with AI, it's going to change. It's a paradigm shift. It's going to change the way we know it. Yeah. Like the world as we know it. With any luck, it'll leave a lot of our problems behind us, but that's pretty Pollyannish. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> uh, it'll create problems. It'll yeah, have, yeah, right, it will. Yeah. You, you'll wish for the old problems. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and it's, it's funny because I always thought to myself that when a new technology comes along and it puts you out of work, you learn how to fix it, you know how to fix the technology. And thus, you become the driver well, of the think, technology as opposed to it driving you out of work. Hmm. So, like, for instance, a lot of these people who don't have jobs as cashiers anymore because there's the automatic cashier. Now they walk well, over and fix your machine when it goes wrong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, learn how to learn how to become a maintenance person so that You'll you come adapt. in. Yeah, you adapt and learn how to program and or repair these things because they're going to break down. Hmm. So, um, you know. Well, we have so far. We have adapted so far. Yeah, we will adapt. <laughs> yeah, you're right. We will so adapt. Hoping. And there's gonna be there's gonna be a um, a threshold, I guess, or you know, a decline. There's gonna be a time when there's gonna be a revolution or a revolting of the fact that people are losing jobs due to automation until such a time as you know we become something like de- I something said, develops to replace. To give them something to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We become the driving force behind the autom- automation. And so, you know, we cre- we are actually creating and maintaining machines that serve us. So it, it has that circular uh, impact. So, <clears throat> yeah. But, you know, I do fear or have a concern that, you know, it's like, why go through that hardship? You know, it's so funny because... You know, the the media, the government, and everybody will say, hey, this technology is coming down the road, so everybody get ready. But, you know, what are they doing to prepare for the economic backlash on those who aren't ready? I mean, like right now, Chris, you know, quite honestly, you're fortunate enough to make enough money to own an electric car. Somebody who makes far less money than you is stuck with gasoline cars. Isn't it interesting how... Poor people actually spend a lot of money just to stay alive. I mean, you know, well, it's, that's that's good old America for you. Yeah, it's like it's I mean, like there's this place, there's this place. It's, it's climate change. Well, well, I mean, if if we don't make you pay more for gas, then climate change. <laughs> what, what are you saying? <laughs> Say more about that. I'm I'm saying that the government is spending a huge amount of money to put you know car businesses out of business, coal coal plants out of business. And, uh, you know, fossil fuel manufacturing out of business. And they're subsidizing solar and electric and car companies and all kind of crap around the world. That's true. It's a lot of money being spent. That's money that could be, that has caused the energy prices to go up. I mean, Barack Obama, who I know is a big fan of yours, promised us in 2008 that coal plants would be no more if, if his energy policies yeah. were achieved. 
Right. And, and you know, coal, coal is not the best way to generate energy. No. Uh, but it sure does raise costs on the poorest of people when they but, can't when they the, can't purchase By energy. the way, these electric cars are coming down. I mean, the Tesla has come down 20, 30, five, uh, I mean, the, the S-Class used to be hundred and as much as 125. Right. Now they're like 80-something And he's, he's planning a new car that might be 25. Yeah, so... so was that Elon Musk? Yeah, yeah, so to your point. And then there are other... Mani- I mean, listen, Elon Musk didn't, didn't, didn't um, uh, discover or create the electric car. Electric cars have been there. He, oh, yeah, they've been I, around for I would for say that he made a better-looking car. And so now it forced all the manufacturers, the car manufacturers, to, to make a decent-looking car. Well, uh, you're right. Electric Design's car. important, but... Elon Musk led the manufacturing revolution in that world. Yes. Ford, G, every other EV car company except for China is losing a ton of money every car they sell. Really? Absolutely. Because They're losing boatloads. Because why? Because they can't produce them at the same cost that Elon Musk does because Elon Musk factories and production techniques and skills are just so far advanced. Yeah, well they got well, to catch up. Yes, they will I mean, catch up or go out of business. And, yeah. and right now, it looks like they're going out of business. UAW is going to get a 40% wage increase and a 32-hour work week and uh, God knows whatever else. And all those three car plants in America, all their you know 140,000 workers are going to be out of a job. Well, that's interesting. This is why I think hydrogen is a good option, too. I, do, I think hydrogen power is a good option because it keeps in place some of the existing— The ice. Ice, yeah, internal combustion engine. Yeah, yeah, the internal combustion engine keeps in place the jobs that's that are a there good now. Point. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, it keeps in place the jobs that yeah, are there now. Talked about that. and it produces uh, air. Its byproduct is air, so you're just recycling. You know, and the engine, the internal combustion engine, is just an air pump anyway. But yeah, but are they as fast as electric cars? Well, no, they're not I as kicked, fast. But people, don't, I kicked. Yeah, that, you that do. That Porsche I had could could never. Keep up with the uh, with with the the uh, yeah. Tesla. But most people aren't aren't as enthusiastic. That's why that's why a lot of them buy Toyotas instead of BMWs. They don't they don't care about speed. They want to just be able to get in their car and go. And I think that when it comes to ultimately can being concerned about you know the economy and everyone having jobs and then the hydrogen power is the way to go. Hydrogen power provides. You know, some some hydrogen power vehicles actually create electricity on which the vehicle runs, and some of them just are internal combustion engines. I mean, it's it's kind of a no brainer. It's sort of an, and and it's not to say that electric cars should not exist. Yeah, but let's give an option to people so that the economy actually is stabilized and that it grows. And yeah, that, if that's the mission or the goal, but well, I don't know if that's the goal. Come on now. Well, this this, this country that, doesn't play fair. What this country but, doesn't but, play but fair? But you want oh, this the economy world. to grow, right? Uh, sure, of course, but I just don't know I don't know if it's that simple. I I I am I'm, I'm very suspicious of all of it. You should be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very suspicious of all. I mean, come on. Wow. The this next time, next time we get together, I want us to talk about um, having choices and where we spend our tax dollars. Huh? Yeah, like having a choice, like getting, like when you vote for somebody, not only do you get a, you get in the mail a sheet of paper that says, "Okay, you got to pay taxes, and this is the percentage that you got to pay it at," but you tell us where you want it to go. What do you think about that, Phil? <laughs> I, I, it sounds like uh, something that y- you'd have to try 
before you knew sure. what it was about. Yeah. Yeah, so you try it like in, in a city or something or a smaller. City might be a great place to try it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's huh. small enough. You know? Yeah. You'll see, the, you'll see the effects quickly. Yeah, <laughs> you will. You will. Or, or, or yeah, yeah. So anyway, we can talk about that in the future. This it's, has been a spirited conversation. It has. I, and, it and, has. Uh, and we talked about a lot of uh, common things, but I, maybe we talked about it in a uh, not common way. Well, it, <laughs> I, I think it is uncommon. Yeah. <laughs> right. it, it's uncommon for people to have different opinions that, to be able to speak about them. And, and, and really, it's not about convincing yeah. each other about our point of view. It's about hearing where the other person's coming from. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's funny because, you, Chris, you mentioned earlier about MSNBC, and, you know, you watch MSNBC, and then they have the And I guess Fox does the same thing. They always have their, and for lack of a better word, token opposition, like the person who is from the other side. Yeah, right, right. right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, and, right. And paid that, to disagree. Well, yeah, yeah they, and they disagree in a very mild way. It's like, yeah, I agree with you guys, and, you know, but then there's this one little thing. But you know, I really agree with you guys. Yeah, you know. It's well, like, listen. To I'm going to come to the defense of both of these platforms. I mean, I'm uh, Fox and MSNBC and CNN, all these. I mean, listen. It's it's show business. It's show business. It's it's a business, and so you know, I mean, you know, I think that's what's cool about podcasts on on a certain level because you know we don't you don't necessarily have to deal with, you can just put it up, anybody. And I think, um, and, and, and uh, as we come to a close, um, I think that that's what makes social media so so big right now because the average person can post something up, they can talk and da-da-da-da-da. I'm not going to get into social media because you know I, I you know I have Mr. angst Passionate. about social social media. Mr. Passion. But um, listen, guys, this has been great. Phil, thank, thank you, you very for much. coming on, oh, man. Yeah, thank Chris, you for coming I really on. Appreciate yeah. it. This has been great. You man. guys are doing a great job. I yeah. really think what you've got is wonderful. So cool. we got to have you on again. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> we got to have you on again. Peace in the Middle East. That's we right. That. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and self-driving cars. And self-driving cars. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> Take care. Wait a minute. I want to. Uh, yeah. I was gonna. I wanted to put in a, a shameless plug and say, uh, you know. Anyway, C- I was, catch I Omar, know. man. He's a great bassist. Well, what are you gonna say? What are we gonna say? I, it's, I was. We can cut it later. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted to make a joke about you know if we ever got a sponsor, who would we get? You know, and I was like, oh, the my pillow guy because he would. He would he, he's looking for. He's looking for advertisers. <laughs> that guy is very very annoying to me. I do not like that guy. I don't. I don't trust him one bit. Well, yeah, but yeah. I know. I know he's your buddy, Phil. So <laughs> yeah. I have a couple of my pillows. Are they good? Are they really good? Sure they are. Really. Yeah. He's got the sheets. He's got the pajamas. Yeah, he's, he's got, got the shoes. shoes. He's got everything. He's, got <laughs> he's like, I'm just a um, capitalist. <laughs> just a, a capitalist, capitalist. <laughs> uh, after all. Um, all right. All right. Well, it was great. Thanks yeah, for joining great. another episode of Not Your Common Conversation. All right. Have a great day, everybody. Bye.